Here's how I knew something about my life had to change. I was sitting in the dentist's chair, waiting for the topical numbing goo to take effect on my gums so the dentist could jab a needle into the same spot. My only choice for entertainment was to stare at the light blue walls surrounding me or flip through the channels available on the television, suspended on the sea of blue. I chose the latter and discovered an infomercial. Learn to preach in Spanish. The sincere narrator promised to tell me how many souls needed saving and what an impact I could have, after I took their course, of course. Maybe this was the answer to the problem I couldn't name, the cause of the sadness I felt just under the surface of my life. I could become a successful Spanish missionary. I stared at the screen, transfixed, until Dr. Bain appeared to administer the shot of Novocaine. Unfortunately, I missed the rest of the infomercial as my tooth's issues took center stage. I was at my dentist's office because, overachiever that I am, even when it comes to grinding my teeth, I had ground down through a thick plastic mouth guard and cracked a tooth. This, I knew, was not healthy, but it was simply a fact of my life, or was up until that moment when I knew something had to change which, as I said, was just a moment ago. At age 39, just, and dreading 40, I have one gray eyebrow hair that angrily grows back when tweezed, two adorable boys, a teen named David and a tween named Sean, and a husband named Patrick. I also have two loyal and trusty steeds, my dog, Oreo, and my car, Doug. I am in the middle of life, in a suburb in the middle of America, and I cracked a tooth because I am too busy being restless in my subconscious, chewing things over, as Dr. Bain put it. And whatever that busy subconscious had been doing at night, during the day, it was drawn to infomercials about preaching in Spanish, even though I'm not particularly religious, and I don't speak Spanish. I'm a mess, actually. But I have to say, especially compared to some of my neighbors, I'm lucky. On the misery scale, far beyond tooth-grinding people like me were the people who were unhappy. And then there were the truly miserable, like my neighbors, the Thompsons. Heidi Thompson departed yesterday to I don't know where, the tires of her black Lexus sedan screeching as she reversed out of her driveway. She fell in line behind the three moving vans that showed up at her house as I was taking a shower and left fully loaded before I headed out to run errands. Heidi's kids seem not to have made it on any of the vans or in the car, though it appears that the family dog did make the cut. Heidi's husband, well, soon-to-be ex-husband, Bob, was sitting alone on the front lawn of his empty, furnitureless house this afternoon when I left for the dentist. That was miserable. So at least I know I'm not Thompson miserable. I'm just in the middle, middling, muddling. I've looked ahead and thought, wow, there are so many things I want to do. I've looked behind and felt proud of what I've accomplished, especially how my kids have turned out so far. After Patrick and I married and I got pregnant with baby boy number one, I gladly gave up my job as an account executive at a public relations firm. Sure, I had loved my friends at work and the creativity at the office, but I knew I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. 
and Patrick's career path at the law firm has been remarkably smooth. It's worked out as planned, and he's a partner now. We have a wonderful standard of living based on Patrick's success. My sons are reasonably independent these days, and everyone is healthy. We're doing well. So what's the problem? I feel stuck. Between what I've done and what I want to do. There was a time when every moment of my day revolved around my kids and their needs, but not anymore. And that's the question I need to wrestle with. The cause of the restlessness. What's next? The thought of re-entry into the PR field is daunting. Regardless of how much progress women have made, and we've come a long way, baby, stepping back into that world after a long hiatus would mean, if I were lucky, a job behind the receptionist, literally behind her, filing.